Hi, this is your budgeting immigrant in Asampao. Sometime last week, I reached out and asked that people should send questions that they had regarding credit scores since that was the discussion at hand for the most part of December and the remaining part of the year. I wanted to make sure that as everyone was preparing for the new year, they would financially be aware and be able to make financially sound decisions. A lot of people reached out with some with questions. There were a lot of questions. I took out about four or five of them and I am going to talk about them. I just finished recording a video and it's going to go out probably tomorrow. This is Thursday evening, so it's going to be going out um, Friday morning. And also the podcast is going to be going out Friday morning. Um, I did not talk about these questions in the video because I'm trying to keep the videos under... 10 minutes this video went to roughly 14 minutes and so i had to kind of wrap it up but i am recording this as a follow-up episode um depending if um we do get a lot of um, subscribers likes viewers on the youtube video and a lot of listeners on the podcast i will let them play out for about a week and a half before i upload this um but i do know that as much as the other video was a lot of talking this video is a lot of specifics and people love specifics so let's get right into it the first question i had was what are some good credit cards for beginners this is an excellent question because i mean we all know that um to build credit in the u.s you need to have some form of um you need to take over some form of risk and credit cards are one of the secured risks it's not well to the bank it's not secured but they are one of the risks you could take up without necessarily putting in too much skin, right? Um, so this is a great question. When I was in college, I started with a credit card from my local credit union. Shout out to Mountain America. They gave me a credit card that was equivalent to an amount I had placed down. So I put $500 down and they gave me a credit card with a $500 limit. And the promise was I was going to make sure that there was always at least $500 in my bank account. That way, they did not really have any risk associated with them. This was kind of important because, I mean, I was an international student. Um, I had just arrived in the U.S. I wanted to build my credit, but I did not have enough credit history to back it up. Another option is student credit cards. Discover has one of the best student credit cards. I think Capital One recently started a couple, but Discover student credit cards, you cannot mess with them. They are one of the best in the industries. Talking about Discover, Discover is one of the credit um, payment systems. There's Amex, there's Discover, there's Visa, which you probably heard of, and of course there's MasterCard, which is used mostly in Europe and Africa, and Asia also. Well, every part of the world, it's quite popular, except probably in the US. So. These are some ways you can get credit cards um, if you do not necessarily have any sort of credit history. The idea though is that as you're taking these credit cards, you're not going to get huge limits. And so you have to be responsible with them, but at the same time you have to use them. So my advice would be spend what you have. If you have $500 in your account, or you know you're going to make an income of $500 that month, after your savings and everything, put every expenditure on the credit card and then pay that credit card off at the end of the month. 
that would really help with your credit history and building your credit. Second question was, can I build a credit score without getting a credit card? This, when he asked it, it hits me because I had never really thought of that that way. So, yes, you can. Um, credit scores is not always associated with debts. There are some other ways you could build your credit score. For example, as you pay your rent, it goes toward building a credit score. As you pay your utilities like electricity bill, cable, internet, water, sewage, these all go towards building your credit score. Previously, the credit score models did not take into consideration so much these utilities and essential bills. But recently, with conversations about how inclusivity and how to bring everyone around the table, um, these are a lot of the credit score models are taking this into consideration. I know FICO score 9 is taking this into consideration. So, yes, you can build credits without credit cards or without taking on any debt. Again, you can also walk into your credit union and get a secured credit card like I did. Put $500 down and you have $500 in your credit score. Put $2,000 down, you have $2,000 in your credit card, sorry. And you know that it's secured, right? <laughs> You're basically carrying your savings account in your pocket at this point. Um, also, as you build relationships with your credit unions and your community banks, um, these relationships go beyond credit worthiness. So you, you might my first ever loan I took was from Mountain America and I had walked into a previous credit union before Mountain America and they did not give it to me. But Mountain America, because I had banged with them for almost a year and a half at that point, they had that um, trust and um, the willingness to give me um, that loan. It wasn't a huge loan, um, but it, that, that relationship was built. and so. Build relationships with your local banks and credit unions. That go a long way um, when you need to assess that credit line. Next question was, can you please explain the dates and periods to make statements and balance payments? Oh, oh the dates um, for statements and balance payments. Well, this is important because this, this is one of the credit card hacks, right? So. The statement date is basically the date on which your credit card issuer generates your monthly statement. This statement basically summarizes your transactions, payments, and the total amount you owe, right? It's normally on a specific day of the month. Most credit cards probably 15th of the month or the 30th of the month. So your statement is all your transactions beginning from the previous statement date to the current statement date. So if your statement date is on the 15th of the month, that means all the transactions you made between November 15th and December 15th would be, sorry, November 15th and December 14th is going to be on your December 15th statements. Now, what is the due date? The due date is the deadline for paying the minimum amount on your credit card. It's normally $30, $35, $50 for some. The, the algorithm that generates minimum payments, I don't know how it does it. I guess it takes your credit readiness into consideration, but it, it's different for everybody. But the due date is normally three weeks or two, two to three weeks after your statement date. So again, if your statement date is the 15th of December, your due date is going to be somewhere around the 30th to the 3rd of January. You see the difference. 
Now here's when the hack comes in. After your statement is generated, the credit company or the credit card, credit union, banks, whatever, use that amount owed to generate an interest charge, right? So they'll say, between this period and this period, you owe this amount, you paid this amount, and then there was this amount remaining, so we're charging an interest of that amount to it. Then you have to your due date to make the minimum payment. So what my wife and I do is we always try to make our full payments or at least 75% of our payments in the middle of the month to catch the statement date. So at the end of the month, we pay our bills, right? So again, my statement was between November 15th to December 14th. On November 30th, I paid off the credit card. I made sure the credit card was paid off, right? Okay. So all my transactions between November 15th and November 30th is paid off because I paid off my total transactions for the whole month of November. But my transactions from December 1st to December 15th has not been paid off and that is going to be included on my statement. So what I do is I make sure that by December 14th, I make a payment to my credit card. Not a full payment, but a significant amount of payment because the statement is what was reported to the credit corporations like Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion, right? So the numbers you see on your credit karma account, your Experian account, those are the statement bills. That's why you will see that your current bill on your credit card is $30, but then your statement will say, you were owing around 1,600. Be like, I do not owe 1,600. Well, when the statement was reported, you owed 1,600. Even though you paid it off and now you owe $30. So it's always important to pay a significant amount of it before the statement date. Why? I talked about credit utilization and available balances um, in the episode that is coming out pre this one. So by the time you're listening to this, you understand it. You want to make sure your credit utilization is under 5% at all times. And the reason why you're paying the credit card in the middle of the month to catch that statement date is to make sure that when the credit balance is reported to the credit corporation, that your utilization on that credit card is really, really low. Also, the interest charge is not made immediately the statement comes out. They still give you the two to three weeks to pay it off on the due date. And if on the due date you have not paid it off, then the interest charge is made. So again, like I said, I paid off my credit card November 30th, but November 30th to December 15th, I made some purchases and my due date is now January 6th. Now, January 6th, I paid off my card, but I did not pay it off in full. So there was a $70 balance remaining on my card, right? Whatever. Well, the credit card company is going to look and say that $70 was made before the new statement was generated. So was it made before December, uh, between December 1st and December 14th? Uh, it was made after 
the new statement, which is between December 15th and January 15th. If it fails, and I don't know how they determine that, but if it fails that that $70 was before the original, the previous statement, then an interest charge is generated to your account because then you carry the balance from one statement into another statement past the due date. And, and so the, if you want to avoid charges, and if you want to keep your credit utilization really low as they are reported to the credit corporations, pay your credit cards at least 75% of them before your statement date. A day or two so that it reflects in your statement because it takes roughly 24 to 48 hours to reflect in your statement. And then make sure that on the due date, your balance is zero. Zero it out on the due date. Don't carry any amount over the due date. If you carry any amount over the due date, you are putting yourself out there to be able to receive interest charges if the credit card company um, does the math and feel you were behind on the previous statement. I hope this is clear. If it's not clear, please reach out to me again via Instagram, on the YouTube, in YouTube comments, um, or you can visit thebudgetingimmigrant.com and just uh, reach out to me on there. And I will definitely set up some time with you to meet and um, address your questions and your, your situation. Also, visit thebudgetingimmigrant.com to download free templates. The budgeting templates, mortgage planner templates. The mortgage planner template is important because it tells you how much you can afford on your mortgages. It does the mass, including closing costs, everything. It can't, I, well, the calculator I made does not account for property taxes and HOAs because it's it's different everywhere and HOAs is different. But it at least the T gives you how much you need to pay by these two. Property taxes, HOAs, and mortgage insurance by these three. So please make some time to visit the budgetingimmigrant.com. The budgeting template is free. The mortgage planner template is free. The retirement template is free. You, I mean, Charlie... The retirement template is also a world calculator. So even though it says retirement, you can use to determine if I put 40,000 down into the stock exchange at the 7% interest rate, how much am I gonna have in 30 years? It'll spell out that math for you very quick and very easy. All right, the next question was, how do you get derogatory mark on your credit score? Uh, this is very simple. When you miss a payment, you get a derogatory mark. When you have any accounts in collections like rents, you damage a property and you were supposed to pay for it and you didn't pay for it and was taken into collections, that's going to that's a derogatory remark on your credit score. Any charge off if a creditor writes off your debt as unlikely to be collected, that's going to that's going to be a derogatory remark on your credit score. If you ever file for bankruptcy, derogatory remark on your credit score. If you ever foreclose on your debt, so foreclosure is mostly on mortgages, cars. I've talked about charge-offs with personal loans and with petty debts, but foreclosure is the big ones, right? Mortgage, car loans, stuff like that. If the lender comes to seize the property, like the house or the car, that's a derogatory remark on your credit score. Like, and it's, you're, you're probably never coming back from that. People have come back from that, but it's hard. Repossession with cars, right? So repossession is basically foreclosure when it comes to cars. Judgment. So if a court orders you to pay a debt and you fail to comply, judgment debt to the Guyanians, that's a derogatory remark on your credit score. Like, it is what it is. Tax liens. So if you don't pay your taxes and the IRS comes for you, 
and then i mean they report that that's negatively going to affect your credit score make sure that if at the end of the year you owe taxes you at least reach out to the irs and set up a payment plan with the irs so you can pay every month a certain amount it would really help you like honestly um i don't do that i pay it off in full but if you cannot afford to pay it in full just set up a payment plan the IRS they are always willing to understand and always malleable they would do that for you easy and then settlements of course so settling a debt for less than the full amount owed can also regret results in a derogatory um, remark on your credit score now how many years does it take for that derogatory mark to get off your credit Whew, takes forever basically we're talking seven years right um, it takes up to seven years for any of these derogatory remarks to get off your credit score to get off your credit so if you miss the payment today and and also um when you miss a payment so like i said if your due date is january 7th or january 6th and you miss a payment right the banks do not immediately report you to the credit um, corporations or the three credit card companies the three credit card corporations no they give you roughly four to six weeks to realize your mistakes i have really good relationships with my um credit issuers um there was a time when i forgot and backless called me and said is this an example blah 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 can you verify your social security i'm like why would i do that i don't know who is this so i ended the call called backless and then spoke to a new um customer rep and then they were like hey yeah we called you um this is the first time we've realized you've missed your payment and we were just calling to verify that everything was okay we knew it could be a situation of you had forgotten and i was like oh yeah i had forgotten I, it was a charge that was made on the card that i never knew because it was a recurring charge that happens like every other year and so i had no plan for it but they informed me and i quickly went on there to pay so they give you four to six weeks and some of them even reach out to you so it's not like they just leave you to the wilderness or to the dogs and say hey this guy is, he's never paying we're just going to report it no they give you enough time to plan to reach out to even make the minimum payments basically if you can't afford the whole debt make the minimum payments just to make sure that you do not get a derogatory remark on your credit because that's going to hurt you like every time everyone pulls your credit they're going to see that and even if you are renting a place and they see that on your credit they are most likely not going to rent you the place so it affects you in all ways like it would make your life miserable very very miserable even when you're opening bank accounts for checking or saving accounts you give them a social security they run a soft inquiry they will see it and so this really 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 hurts you so keep that in mind and make sure that you're paying your bills on time you're making your minimum payments on time um you never go to collections if you're taking on a mortgage make sure you can afford it you have enough money in your emergency funds to make sure even if there's a six-month situation or a one-year situation you at least you have time to you have three or four months emergency funds to keep you going as you find a solution you know make sure that you do not have late payments no collections no charges no bankruptcy do not file for bankruptcy i know in people throw the word around and it takes away most of your debts but there is always a better way to go about it than filing for bankruptcy for, do not let them foreclose on you you possess your vehicles and please do not owe the irs the irs is a demon you do not want chasing you they are the worst kind so please do not owe uncle sam please i, I beg you finally i'd like to end that 
there's something called zero percent um interest credits um zero percent interest credit cards and there are there's also something called credit transfers and so if you currently have a credit debt that you are acquiring accruing interest on and you do not know how to make up money to pay that debt and the interest is accruing really really quickly consider the option of doing a credit transfer they normally charge you a percentage of the debt you are transferring so let's say um, you all discover a certain amount of money three thousand and it's accruing debt really really quickly i would not advise you to owe any credit card company but if you owe them and it's accruing really really quickly and you're unable to pay the debt um there are zero percent promotions going on zero percent apr promotions going on every single day every single time get one of those cards do a credit transfer trans a debt transfer transfer your debt from the Discover card to that 0% APR card, they will charge you a one-time fee, a one-time percentage, and it gives you roughly 12 to 24 months of doing the minimum payments as you try to save money um, to be able to make the full payments. Do not turn this into a business. Don't just always get 0% APR cards and keep transferring it because the banks notice. And I mentioned this um, in the episode that's going to come out on the Friday that the banks notice this they see you as someone who's always shopping around for credit and you are very desperate so do not do that there was a question which i loved and a lot of people have asked me that how do you about the credit card benefits right so like flight miles how do you get flight miles how do you get hotel miles blah 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 all those type of questions well this is unique um think about it this way you have a southwest credit card right they give you a two thousand dollar limit and they say as you're accruing points you get free miles well the only way to accrue points is you have to spend money right and so you have to make sure that you are spending a significant amount of the um, credit card so that you'll be accruing points real quickly right this is why i told the person that asked me that hey this is a bigger process you need to have a card with a huge limit because if your card is $500 imagine how many times you have to max out that $500 you to accrue the points you and you do not want to max out your credit cards so you need a card with a huge limit one you need to have a huge expenditure on your books to always spend a huge amount of money this is because for every hundred dollars you spend on a credit card you get a dollar right so for every thousand dollars you spend you get roughly ten dollars so you need to be spending a lot to be making up money quickly enough to be able to get the points needed to assess these things for free and the third one is you need a high credit score to be able to assess these cards one and two these cards normally come up with annual fees and so even if you're not using a card, you probably have a 75, 150, 550 annual fees for some Amex cards, and and these are expensive to keep, right? And so, if you are there, if you feel you're financially at a place where, hey, I, I have a huge expenditure, I, my income is huge, and so therefore when I apply for credit cards, they're going to give me huge limits, then yeah, let's I reach out to me. I will definitely show you the way. Again, you can reach out to me on Instagram or at the budgetingimmigrant.com and I'll show you how to get those points you need. 
normally the way I do it is I look for the cars that have zero annual fee but with good points or low, very low like $75 annual fees but with good points they normally give you introductory points I get that they will be like spend $3,000 within the first 90 days to get 50,000 points I do that I get a 50,000 points I stop spending with a card and I start utilizing a 50,000 points and the idea is that once I'm done before the next annual fee hits I have canceled a card and I've moved on to another card that does that but that's for me and that does hurt you again I mentioned in my previous podcast that one time I was refused credit because the banks felt I was shopping for credits too much this is why I was shopping for credits too much because I needed hotel points flight points all these extra extra points that would make my life easier right as I was traveling and enjoying the world so these again like this is a great must-have well not must-have this is a great to have but if you're going to have it make sure you are prepared financially emotionally and also adequately to be able to meet the expenditures the limits and then enjoy the points as they come again I love these questions that were asked these were great questions thank you to those that asked these questions I would probably send you this episode so you can listen to it but then before everybody else but this episode should roughly be coming out in two weeks so roughly around the Christmas period unfortunately this is not coming out before the Christmas shopping so if you're planning on these tips to shop sorry about it but at least it will help you when you're paying for those cards thank you very much thanks for listening to the budgeting grant again please budget Let's budget.